welcome to Generation Mix. This is the podcast where our father and the son review the CDs that dad's been making for the son for the last six years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And if you didn't get today's artist from our musical clue, you won't be alone. I don't blame you. It's a bit of a niche choice, but it's an artist that's pretty important to me. It is the songwriter and musician Brian Dirksen. You might be asking, who? Who? <laughs> well, Brian Dirksen is probably my favourite worship songwriter of all time, but he writes other stuff beyond that, and he's actually a genuinely great musician. But there are an awful lot of his songs that, in my journey as a Christian, have been really quite important to me. And I felt that a daddy's introduction to Brian Dirksen would be quite a good one. And actually, it's one of my favourite ones to listen to when I do, because... I can sing along with the songs and it's more than just singing. So let's kick off with a song that was really important to me, but I'll tell you why after we've heard a bit. From the album today, it is the title track today, As For Me And My House. It's one of my all-time favourite worship songs. I have very little objectivity when it comes to this song, partly because of why it's important. It was sung at mine and your mum's wedding. We chose this as our sole congregational song that wasn't an already well-known hymn because it defined what we wanted for our life going forward. So the lines are from the book of Joshua. Uh, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And today I choose to follow you. It's an absolutely great song. Like I say, I've got no objectivity when it comes to it because it means so much to me. You quite like this one, as you said? Yeah. Moving on to the next pick. And in, I believe it was 1995, whilst Brian Dirksen was still part of the Vineyard Music Movement, he recorded a concept album. And that was called Father's House. This subsequently got developed into a stage musical. And I went to a concert in Birmingham that he did where they ran through what the songs were and the vision for this stage musical. And it sounded amazing to me. When it was actually came out and released, it bombed and got terrible notices. And it was such a shame and it closed that said, we have another song that I have no objectivity about. And this is the, the first proper song from the album Father's House, and it's called Father to Son, Every Song. 
Calm is one way to describe it. What do you think it's about? Bearing in mind what I've said about Brian Dirksen so far. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I could sing some of those lyrics to you about Son, You Are My Treasure. But it's obviously a song about the father heart of God to his children. And the reason why I said I have no objectivity about this one is, again, this was part of a significant point in my life. And I was baptised in 1998. And... The way that the church I was part of at the time used to do their baptisms is you'd be um, immersed. And as you came out the water, your choice of song would be played as it as you were um, kind of would cheered and clapped or whatever. And my choice of song was this. As a result, that song's always been really special to me. And I, do, I, I had a friend who's no longer with us who described the Father's House album from which this came as being... Vineyard Music's Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That he thought it was that important an album. Brian Dirksen left the Vineyard Music label in about 2000 and his debut album as a named solo artist, effectively, was an album called You Shine. That was mostly new songs, but he did include some of his old classic songs. And this one was one of the earliest songs I remember when I became a Christian at Sheffield University. I actually think this is the equivalent of a vineyard hymn. It's that ingrained and well-known outside of its field that this song, I think, will be one of those that truly lives forever. It's Faithful One. I call out to you Again and again I call out to you yes, Again and again You are
I've known this song work in almost every circumstance. I've actually, now that I think about it, I've played this at someone's graveside at their funeral. Wow. I know. A fellow called Alan Fleming. I played and sang Faithful One as he was interred. I've forgotten I'd done that. I genuinely think this is a song that will be being sung 70, 100 years from now. I think it's timeless. That's quite a legacy to leave behind, really. Well, the next track is from It's Time. Mostly re-recordings of existing tracks that he'd made when he was with Vineyard. This is no exception. So it's time for eternity. I will be yours. You will be mine. Together in eternity. Our hearts of love will be entwined. Together in eternity Forever in eternity oh. I didn't dislike that one, but I did, also didn't particularly like it. Well, this is the first song that I can be truly objective about. It's not my favourite either. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful song to listen to but it's a very intimate worship song. And actually, one of the things that Brian Dirksen was noted for was trying to bring back intimacy and worship back into the church. The next pick is from an album called Level Ground, which I have to admit, when I listened to it, I really didn't get on with it. With one exception, one phenomenal song on here, which we're going to listen to in a second. You've said when you were really little, you loved this song. You really, really liked it. And I'd be interested to see if you still do. The track is called No Condemnation. Now there's no condemnation. No condemnation for all of us. All of You still like it. I still like it. So you, I don't love you, it anymore. you said how much you liked this when you were either four or five when I think it came out, and I think it's a it's actually a really good rock worship track. I think I love the lyrics, the lyrical imagery. I am, if I'm honest, I'm a little bit fed up sometimes of singing similar words and in in worship songs in church. To get a song that has something like "Accusers leave stones of hate." As mercy triumphs over judgment for the woman who remained. I just think it's fantastic lyrical construction in a worship song that you can you can sing corporately. It's absolutely fantastic song. Like I said, I didn't get on with the Level Ground album. I didn't like it very much. And actually, it wasn't long after that was released 
that Brian Dirksen hit a period of writer's block, which lasted him for seven or eight years. And he didn't release any specific worship projects of material that he'd written for, well, possibly eight years until Grateful came out, which came out after I think I made this compilation. I don't think I'd heard the album at the point, so there's nothing from Grateful on here. In between, he released another concept album, musical thing that he wrote with someone else. And he had a side project called The Sheer Poets that kind of kept him musically active, but he was struggling to write stuff. Having mentioned that album of, like the concept album, the double album, it's called Prodigal God. And it's a really interesting story based around the, the parable of the prodigal son, but from a slightly different aspect. This is from that, this next pick. It's a duet called Who Needs a Plan? Cause up beyond these walls of stone lies the great and wild unknown. Do you want me to have the thought all to myself? Oh, I'm a man, so it's time to take our stand. We could be the heroes who take on the world. How could you not? that's my least favourite so far. Oh, I'm actually quite disappointed. Not bad. Okay. But, like, it's my least favourite. So least favourite? So far. Why is that? It doesn't have the same energy as some of them. And well, it like, I disagree. It doesn't have the same grace as some of the others. Okay, well, it's part of a story. Mm. An interesting choice of the word grace, because all the previous ones were, with the exception perhaps of Father's Son, actual worship songs written to be congregationally sung. This is written to be sung by two characters. So the first voice you hear in it is the the younger son from the prodigal son story. The second voice you hear, which was Brian Dirksen's singing voice, he's playing the older son in the story. And it's the it's the imagined tale around the parable that at some point the younger son announced what he was going to do. And I like the idea that he tried to talk the older son into it as well because he wanted his brother around. But the older brother, who knew he'd also get twice the inheritance of the younger brother from his father because that's the way things worked in, in Judaic times, basically says, we can't go and do that. We can't basically ask our father for our inheritance while he's still around. And there's this whole idea that the two characters represent two polar opposite opinions. It's a really well-constructed song, I think, and I disagree. I think the energy is in that. But it's a very Broadway-style song, and if you don't particularly like show tunes, maybe you wouldn't particularly like this one. The next pick is one of his earliest songs that was published through the Vineyard, but he re-recorded it for his second 
solo album, which was Today, and it's Refiner's Fire. Purify my heart, let me be as gold and precious silver. Purify my heart, let me be as gold. Another song that I remember really liking when I first became a Christian back in 1993, when it was about three years old at the time, it was in a collection of music called Songs of Fellowship. What do you think of Refiner's Fire? Uh, I quite like it. It's calm. It is. It's mellow. The musicality in it is just beautiful. It's a very, very simple song. And yet there's still quite a bit of complexity in what's played. It's really nice. Yeah. I like Refiner's Fire. I always have. And even if I revisit it now, if I'm playing stuff, it just takes me back in a good way. and takes me forward at the same time. Refiner's Fire. Moving on now to the first pick from an album from 2007, which is called Holy God, which actually I think is a, is a really rewarding album to listen to as a whole. This was the closing track of the album, and it's based around Psalm 139, which I know is your mum's favourite psalm. And actually, I think probably may lay claim to be my favourite psalm as well, actually. And it's called Your Love Will Find Me. You chart the path ahead of me Show me all that I can be Every moment you are near And every step through every fear, there is nowhere I can go to be without you. You're everywhere. Look into the heavens, you're there, and in the dark depths of despair, even there your love will find me. Knowing that I'm never alone Even if your hand takes my home To the other side of the sea Your love will find me your love I quite like that one. A little bit overly calm. But... Well, it's a worship song. Some worship songs are crazy some of them aren't this is a very reflective one although i do think it's got some of the most well-constructed lyrics of any worship song i've ever heard it's quite wordy it's got verse one verse two chorus verse three and then the chorus but it's just a, i think it's a really well-constructed song 
the next pick I've got isn't sung by Brian Dirksen himself. Though he wrote it, he probably recorded the original version where it was on an early Vineyard album, but it was re-recorded as part of the Surrender album that was the third UK Vineyard record. I, again, I think this is a... This is a classic worship song. It's called You Are My King. You are my king. And I love you. You are my king. And I worship. Yeah, but I think it's a, a timeless vineyard worship song. Next track is again from Holy God. It's the opening song of the album. There's, there's a little thing called Invocation First. But this is the first proper song based around the Lord's Prayer. It's called Our Father in Heaven, the Son and Daughter's Prayer. Our Father in Heaven This has been going quite well so far. There's the the only one you didn't particularly like is the one from Prodigal God, which I wholeheartedly disagree with you on. Probably because it's the least actual of a worship song that we've listened to. But 
This is actually being quite successful as a, as a compilation. And I think were you to listen to it more, you'd probably find your way into the uh, the songs on here as worship songs a bit more and be quite mm. uplifting. I really like the bass on that in particular. Of course you do. Well, it's it's an interesting bass riff at the beginning and it's a little bit twisty and I really enjoy that. And There's a, some good overdriven guitars in it as well. And then the drums. And the drums on the album Holy God is something we will come back to a little bit later on in this run through. But before we do that, we're going to return to the Father's House record. And this is a song that Brian Dirksen himself said he set out to write a worship praise song that did not descend into the usual cliches. And I think he achieved it with this track, which is called More. I particularly draw your attention to the middle part where there was a guitar solo, which I learned to play and used to play in church every now and then. More from Father's House. More than magnet and steel are drawn to unite. More than poets love words to rhyme as they write. More than the comforting warmth of sun in the spring. More than the eagle loves wind under its wings. More than a word could ever say. More than a song could ever convey. Only quite like, or do you want to actually use a different phrase than you used for the last eight songs? No, I quite like that. <laughs> so I've got to leave that in now. <laughs> you sure you don't want to use a different phrase? Yes. Okay. What do you think of the guitar bit? I do. I quite like the the guitar bit. Is cool. At the time, which was nineteen ninety five, there wasn't a lot of certainly vineyard <laughs> songs. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like that. I think it does. That's your love awakens me by. Yes, I know. But I don't think it sounds like that. I do. Okay. Well, maybe your love awakens me has been a little bit inspired by a song. Yes. From nineteen ninety-five, that is well over twenty-five years old. Perhaps. Let's go on that. (laughs) Returning to his first album that he released as a an independent artist away from Vineyard Records is the title track, which is You Shine.
So what is the best one so far? It was probably No Condemnation, wasn't probably. it? Probably. Which we talked about as being one that you really, really liked when you were three or four years old, actually. And Let's return for the third and final time to the Father's House record for penultimate track of the album and one that was actually used, along with more, in worship sets on things like they were called Winds of Worship that the Vineyard did. And this is called... Stay Orphan Song. Wrap your strong arms around me. This is my peace. Father, stay close by me. Stay. It's okay. Okay. I suppose you saying I quite like that one is better than, is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm quite happy then when you say I quite like that one now. One of his most famous songs was released in 1994 on an album with the same name. This is a slightly different version from the Holy God album. It's got a little bit more rocky to it. It's called Light the Fire Again. You know my heart, my deeds. I'm calling out. Light the fire again. I need your discipline. I'm calling out. Light the fire. And you did know it as well. It's not yeah. just the fact that I, I used knew it, it. because because it was the intro. Well, no, I think you knew it because you've heard it many times before. But it helped the fact that you recognised it from recording our theme song for this episode. That is the only reason I knew it. The lyrics in the middle section are taken directly from the letter to the church in Laodicea in the book of Revelation. All stuff about clothe me in white so I won't be ashamed. All from that. Third and final pick from the Today album. It's the second track off the album. I think there's some fantastic lyrics in this. It's one that I really have always enjoyed playing. It's called Everlasting.
I really like that one. Good. I'm glad you like Everlasting. I think it's a really fine song. So many of these have kind of fallen out of usage, and that's possibly one of the things about worship music is that it comes in cycles and things fall out of usage and something new comes along. But some of these tracks on here I think are timeless classics and maybe mm. maybe they're due a resurgence. Now for our last track from Holy God. It's the title track and I said I'd come back to the drums that are used on this album because this one really showcases them. This is an incredibly simple song. It is four chords cycled continually. Now, generally, I'm a little dismissive of songs that do that. But for me, this one works. Someone You Loved. No, Someone You Loved is far more than that by, by Lewis Capaldi. There's more than four chords on that. I No, the main thing, the main structure is four chords. There's a difference between a main structure being four chords. An awful lot of songs do that. And just four chords. I mean, that's just four chords is basically Coldplay poetry. <laughs> and, and I and you know my feelings on Coldplay. Why did you make a generation mix of that then? That's giving away the fact that at some point Coldplay will be included because I thought you'd want it. But well, we I didn't will, want it. We'll, we will find out really what you think of the Coldplay one in probably about 10 episodes time. That's a trailer, effectively, isn't it? Last track from the 1994 Light the Fire Again album. This is a track called Will You Worship. I included it specifically because the lyrics are like almost nothing else you will come across in a worship song. This is actually almost God asking you, will you worship, will you bow down? And it's, it's the sole reason I included it. Whether or not you like it, we'll find out in a moment. I don't know why I hang on so long When I know the question you are asking me I do quite like it, but it is a little bit slow. Reflective and intimate. I'm glad you liked it. 
There's one thing I can say about Brian Dirksen's songs is that that was recorded in 94 and it doesn't sound as dated as a lot of the Vineyard albums around that time were because I think the man is a... He's as interested in the musicality and the sound of what he writes as he is in the lyrics of that and that's a rare breed of the time. He's probably my favourite worship songwriter even to this day. He's been a huge influence on how I lead worship and I think there's a lot still to be learnt from Brian Dirksen on the craft of songwriting that, dare I say, a lot of modern worship songwriters could learn from him about rewriting stuff and developing a coherent whole. There's a few that I wish would. And I hope, I more than any other CD that we've done so far, I hope this is one you will go back to and listen to regularly. Because I yeah, think, I think that could work. unlike everything else, this can be listened to in the context of you having a quiet time with God. And I really hope you will do that. But you know what it's time for now. Jaws Revenge! We've had a couple of decent revenges in a row, haven't we? Yeah. What did uh, we do last time? Oh, uh, we did... Uh, because you enjoyed both of the last CDs. Skater Boy last Boys. time. And you've enjoyed this one as well. So I should be in line for a positive Joel's Revenge. I think you might like it. I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure you like it. Okay. It's by um, Matchbox 20. Right? I've heard of them. And it's a song called How Far We've Come. I first discovered this song from an animatic on YouTube about her uh, Hermitcraft, which right. is one of my favourite series on YouTube. And it is that animation remains my favorite YouTuber YouTube video, and I think it will be for quite a while. And I started listening to the song outside of the context of the video, and I still love it. Okay, well, let's hear it. think that was all right i really like that song i'll probably grow to like it more but i thought it was perfectly fine took me a while to think what does the vocalist's voice remind me of and then it came to me around about 30 seconds from the end his voice really reminded me of the guy that you did a joel's revenge on that sang peace sign caleb hiles yeah which suggests to me that I could not... Yeah, but not... he reminded you of someone else. Yes, and it's made me wonder if the voice that Caleb Hiles reminded me of was actually this guy from Matchbox 20, and I've heard his singing before. I can't hear it. I can't hear... I can there's, hear similarities. There's, there's, there's a vibrato in, in the, the high notes in the voice, on, on, or, or the longer notes, I should say, that they've both got that. And that I think it. I actually quite like that kind of vocal style in something. It, it's yeah. It was perfectly fine. It wasn't a bad revenge. I love that song. I don't think anything's going to quite end up beating Skater Boy in terms of your <laughs> well, best revenge. Quite a while. But who knows? I have plans. 
I know you've got plans. You've got revenge plans. I've also got not revenge plans. I've got kindness plans. <laughs> well, we get to the end of another episode of Generation Mix. It's been quite a while since we recorded the last one because you've been busy, haven't you? Yeah. Doing lots of stuff and getting the time has been tricky. However, we will be back with another episode soon. But before we sign off, cross-promotion time. I have a YouTube channel called Pock and Rock where I talk about music. I put something out every week. I have a channel called Fox Eating Nuggets and I haven't put anything out in ages, but I've been writing a list. And once that list is long enough, I'm going to start making those videos. You've also guested with me on a 10-part series of our Top 100 songs. I'm guessing that that will now be in your top 100 because yep. it wasn't in the videos, was it? Nope. I only <laughs> discovered the song four weeks ago. We will be back with our next episode. Listen out for our musical clue of what we will be covering. But until next time, this is Generation Mix signing off. Bye. Bye.